Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. Your teaching is about prophecy this week, Colin. Yesterday you uh, were talking about false prophets and the dangers of that. Now we need to know what a true prophet is. Yes, uh, unfortunately there is so much of the negative of, of what is not truly prophetic that um, we have to understand that anybody that is going to bring prophetic words must be in submission to those who are in authority in the church where they do that, whether they are members of the congregation or not. Now, I was saying yesterday that there is a difference between prophecy and a prophet. A true prophet is is acknowledged as such by, if you like, people with significant spiritual stature that are in significant positions of leadership. Uh, They are people that have a God-given anointing to, to speak from God into situations usually about which they know nothing. And you determine the accuracy um, of their prophecy in that way. You know that they knew nothing about the situation, yet you know that what they're saying is absolutely on the ball. It, it really is uh, appropriate to that situation. And, of course, it brings clarification that the leadership and the people in the church didn't have before. It sort of opens up the whole situation because uh, God is speaking through this prophetic voice. And um, it's very important to understand that, uh, as I said yesterday, there will always be the strengthening encouragement and comfort of which the Holy Spirit speaks. It will not be spoken in judgment. It will not be spoken with a spirit of judgment. Uh, One of the things that the New Testament is very clear about is not only that we speak what is right, but we speak it in a right spirit. Even Jesus um, uh, says that uh, the Spirit enabled him, uh, gave him what to speak and how to speak it. And you can discern very easily uh, the spirit out of which someone is speaking, whether they're speaking with a spirit of love, with a spirit of encouragement, or with a spirit of judgment and condemnation. If it's a spirit of judgment and condemnation, switch off, don't listen. This is not the Holy Spirit speaking. Even even when God wants to bring correction, he will not do it in a spirit of judgment. He will not do it in a condemning way, but in a liberating way, because this is what God wants. He wants to draw his people back to repentance, but he knows how to do that. He does not do it by slamming them and and sort of almost spiritually annihilating them, which is what some of these false prophets do. So a a true prophet is someone who has a God-given anointing that is recognized um, by, uh, let me put it this way, by significant leadership in the body of Christ. So there are relatively few of those. Um, There are obviously some people who in a local context have a prophetic gifting from God. Um, They are used, therefore, genuinely and regularly uh, in that prophetic gift. 
but as I said yesterday, it's very important that they always use that gift in submission to um, the pastoral leadership of whatever church they're in. Uh, they are not there. They are not sent by God to overrule or to try to manipulate the spiritual leadership through their prophetic utterances. And uh, wise leaders uh, always ensure that these prophetic um, things are cleared with them first. Now, that raises uh, the all-important issue. Well, what do you do in a situation where somebody in a prayer meeting or even in a service uh, spontaneously brings a word? Well, everybody should understand this, that the, uh, the spiritual leadership in that service or in that prayer meeting will assess the significance or importance of that word on the spot. Now, what I mean by that is if the leader discerns, wait a minute, this is not right. It's not right because it does not reflect scripture. It is not in line with God's word. It must be rejected and it needs to be rejected there and then. The spiritual leader needs to say, we cannot accept that word because it conflicts with Scripture. Um, he needs also to discern the spirit with which it is brought. If clearly the person is speaking from a judgmental spirit, he needs to say we cannot accept that word because it was not brought in the right spirit. Um, now, you see, you might think, well, wait a minute, if the spiritual leadership is going to do that, uh, people will be frightened of prophesying. In actual fact, the very opposite is the case. It releases people to prophesy because a, somebody whose heart is right before God is, is not going to have the attitude, this is from God, this is right, you can't correct it, you can't change it, this is from Anybody that has that kind of attitude, I would never allow to speak in a meeting. Why? Because the scripture says, uh, in uh, 1 Corinthians 13, our prophecy is imperfect. Nobody is going to have the ultimate, absolutely 100% correct word of God. Uh, but people with a right heart attitude, with a right spirit, are actually encouraged if they know that the leadership is going to correct anything that is wrong. Um, because you see, if your heart is right, you don't want to bring anything that's wrong. And I can remember uh, some time ago, I corrected somebody uh, in a meeting that, that brought a word like this. I said, look, we, we can't accept all of that. Uh, the first part, I believe, was of God, but then what the speaker was doing was interpreting what he believed God meant by the prophecy. So we can accept the first part, but we can't accept the second part because that's man's interpretation. And the person came to me afterwards and said, I'm so glad, I'm, I'm so pleased that you corrected what I said because I don't want to interpret, I don't want to say anything wrong. And, and you know, I, I really realized the truth of what you said, that I'd brought something from God, but then I was trying to explain it and interpret it, and that 
wasn't my business to do that, was it? And I said, no, it wasn't. So I'm glad that you've learned. They said, oh, yes, I, that frees me now because I know that, that uh, you know, if, if I ever step out of line in any way again, you'll, you'll correct me and, and, and people will only receive the truth. So, yes, I find that liberating. So you don't bring a word of prophecy to build your own reputation? No, 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 of course you don't. No, no, you see, the purpose is to build up and encourage the church. You are doing it for the church. You're not doing it for yourself. You're not doing it for any recognition that people would say, oh, my, what a prophet. Oh, what a man of God or a woman of God. You talked a lot about bringing prophecy to the church, to the corporate body, but what about people who have a word for you as an individual? Never allow them to speak to other members of the congregation. More damage is done by people having so-called words of God for other people in the congregation. Uh, I mean, there are so many people that are living with false prophetic words that were spoken over their lives by their friends. Because you see, if, if you know, you when you pray with a friend, you want to say something good. You want to believe something good. You you are almost wishing something good onto that person from God. but And, and that can be in, uh, encouraging at times. But it does open the door for lots and lots of false things. I mean, there are some people that have been living for years and years and years with totally false expectations of what God would do with their lives simply because one of these well-meaning words was spoken over their lives by one of their friends. I mean, that's tragic. It's tragic. And this is why uh, I say we have a rule in our church that if you have a simple word of encouragement when you're praying with someone, as we often do, often pray for one another, a simple word of encouragement, that's fine. You can bring that. But if you have a word of direction or correction, that must be checked out first with somebody in the leadership. And when you're praying for someone, you know, you, you felt um, that uh, the Lord was telling you something, you know, negative about that person or some way in which that person needs to repent and so on. You must check that out first with somebody in leadership. And if they agree that this is a word from God, then that leader will probably go with you to the person concerned and share what it is that God is saying. Um, and quickly, what would you say to the person who has had that word of prophecy over their life, who's been hanging on to it for years but never seen it realized and maybe is now doubting it? Go to somebody in spiritual leadership and submit it to them and say, look, do you really believe this was a word from God? And uh, if they say, well, you know, I don't, I don't believe it is, that's why you haven't seen the fulfillment of it, then that will liberate the person from the effect of that. They just need to forgive the person and just ask the Lord's, forgiveness really for believing something that was not truly of the spirit and then they can get on with their lives and realize they're without true living under that false word yes so uh, you know it isn't that you want to restrict the the uh, use of prophecy but you do want the proper guidelines so that the gift is used in the proper way to build up and encourage people so we do not allow people to give directional words unless they're checked out by the leadership. But you see, if they are checked out and approved by the leadership, then, of course, they can be given with much greater authority because there are two or three witnesses that agree. Uh, and that can be very, very helpful to the person concerned. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 